Hi, this is Nancy Miller from My Creative Life, and today I have award-winning illustrator Rita Tu, who is based out of New Jersey. Rita, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Hi, hi, Nancy. Um, thank you for inviting me. So, Rita, can you tell the audience a little bit about yourself? Yeah, sure. Um, hi, everyone. I am Rita Tu. I'm from China. And I came here 2015 and spent like three and a half years to finish my MFA degree in illustration major. After that, I just moved to New Jersey and started to become a full-time freelance illustrator and animator. Before I came here, I studied animation program in China. Um, and the reason why I want to switch to my major is because I wanted to do more experimental art, mm -hmm. which can combine my hand drawing elements with my motion skills. Um, so that is why my I changed my major to illustration. Yeah. Well, your artwork, um, your illustration work, and especially the animations, they are, I was watching them off your uh, website, and um, they're just captivating. I felt like I was in somebody's dream. Like I had a moment of just like to see inside somebody else's head. And those um, images and the textures you had um, in them were breathtaking. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah, I love daydream a lot. So yeah, I think that's probably why my work, most of my work was, uh, looks really dreamy. Uh -huh. um, that is like a lot of viewers when they go to my website that is what i hear from them and then i started to realize that a lot of my work a lot of my work basically inspired by my dream so oh. i start to collect my dream and yeah start to visualize them wow well um I wanted to ask you, so when was the first time you realized you really wanted to um, pursue art as a career? Actually, uh, actually, I don't feel like I have a really specific moment to feel like, mm -hmm. oh, I need to be an artist in the future. Because artist in Chinese, jia, it means something really big. It means something like that is a big deal oh. and uh when i was really young my mom and dad they really support my hobby like they they, they support everything that i love so i learned a lot I, I learned dance i learned swimming tennis piano and also drawing and then day by day when we have more and more uh school work or like homework to do mm -hmm. drawing is the only thing that i keep doing and oh. i I didn't abandon. So I start to think about it and start to ask myself, um, what do you really want to do in the future? And then I realized that I can do a lot of things uh, and I'm willing to do a lot of things. But however, I feel like drawing is something, even it's not my career, but I will keep doing that for my life. So yeah, and then I decided to do, just draw whatever mm -hmm. I wanted to draw and to see how things goes and when I because in China we have a really different uh, like education program than oh, here mm -hmm. everything is so competitive mm -hmm. so when I when I want to go to an art college uh, mm -hmm. especially like I want to go to a good one mm -hmm. I prepared uh -huh. 
I, I, uh, we prepared a lot. There is a class that you can take and uh, you need to, actually you need to do a lot of tests to get in. Mm-hmm. And then I did that. I, I didn't go to my ideal um, option. Mm-hmm. But my school, Jiangxi Normal University, mm-hmm. is a really, really good um, art college for me because mm-hmm. they uh, they have a lot of program that I can choose. And mm-hmm. I met um, my professors. They're really professional and they really support um, my, like everything I do. Actually, they will give me their opinion and feedback and they teach me how to do animation. And actually, they suggest me to study abroad and keep oh. tracing my goal. Okay. So, yeah, so step by step, uh, I become who I am today. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Well, can I ask you, I know I didn't have this originally, but why... Um, choose studying specifically at the Savannah College of Art and Design. I was curious because uh, there are uh, quite a few other um, illustration programs that um, are in the United States for MFA, and I was just curious what drew you to Savannah. Uh, I applied to several art college, and then I just got three or two offers I didn't remember. And then when I look at them, I think about the location, like geographic location. And then I feel like Savannah is a really, um, it's a really, for me, I feel Mm -hmm. like it's so different from what I used to live. I used to live in a big city. So uh, I feel like Savannah is is so mystery for me. I want to go here and study. I think here is a really um, perfect place for study. Uh, a, a lot of places like New York or big city, yeah. of course, they have more opportunities. Uh-huh. Maybe you have more events. You can yeah. meet more, um, I don't know, industry, um, like more professionals in your industry. Mm-hmm. But I feel like Savannah is a place full of inspiration and stories and history. I really want to go there and mm-hmm. try and experiment, like experience everything there. So that's why I chose Savannah. So I was wondering, what is your favorite type of artwork to make? Because you do so many different types very well. Mm -hmm. So is there a favorite? Uh, Actually, I want to say, when I think about something, I don't think about art form, like what kind of art form I need to make. I will always follow my thoughts like what do I think at the first and then I will choose a kind of art form or art language to express it so for example today I have a nightmare and Mm -hmm. when I wake up I feel so upset Mm -hmm. and then I feel like this kind of upset I can use watercolor to visualize it then I would do a watercolor drawing so when I do the watercolor drawing I feel like oh I have some feeling that maybe I can use color pencil to combine with it and then I will go ahead and do that maybe I was wrong like maybe when I finished it and I feel like oh I hate it then I will redo a new one or keep doing this one but I will definitely do a new one um, if I feel like, oh, this is good, and then I will keep this feeling and keep experimenting and 
until it had been finished. So I never think about the art form at the first. Usually I will start with my thoughts. That is oh. one method. Uh-huh. And the other one is like when I view a lot of website or uh-huh. when I when you look at a lot of things, you are always inspired by a lot of art forms, like embroidery. When I see oh. someone, when I saw someone do okay. the embroidery, I was like, oh, I want to do one exactly like that like i want to use that kind of art language to to try something or try to express my kind of like my feeling and then i will start i will select this art form Mm -hmm. and start to make artworks based on this so that's kind of like two thinking process and two methods to create your personal works yeah oh wow that's very insightful thank you so much i really appreciate you sharing that because I feel like when I go on social media, like, say, Instagram, everybody's work is so um, well done, um, yours especially, but I love hearing about the process that um, different artists will make because I go, if you only see the beautiful end result, you don't see all the work and the thought process that Mm -hmm. the artist went through in order to achieve that result. And it was so um, interesting because you're drawing from so many different types of um, techniques and materials. Because I think you even mentioned um, when I sat in that Zoom session um, that SCAD had that you you explored a lot of uh, different types of printmaking. Um, you were looking for textures and things like that. And I thought that was great. Yeah. Uh, yes. Actually, people usually especially art people, uh-huh. they usually inspired or um, they, they usually kind of like explore a result, mm-hmm. uh, explore kind of art form yeah. and start to think about like, oh, that is really interesting. I want to try this technique. I want to learn how to make this. I think this is kind of like a usual way. How do we motivate ourselves to learn new things? Um, and actually one thing I think is really important um, is technical part Uh like technical and skill they're Uh really important there's no doubt they're Uh really important but when I when I learned this I always ask myself so if I learn this really well I have a lot of skills and technique stuff then how can I use it Uh then what then how can I use them to combine my feeling like a lot of people they know a lot of skills but their artwork kind of uh in my point of view just my personal thoughts maybe uh need more thoughts and concept to support it or it need to be more clear i don't think good artwork in nowadays means you need to draw like fancy stuff or mm-hmm. beautiful stuff uh-huh. it's more like you how can you express your feeling and yourself if you you can do that well then the artwork is a is a good artwork for me yeah gotcha. thank you because i when i look at your illustration work or your animations those uh feelings and emotions definitely come across in the work and i feel like that's an area like as far as with having the concepts, um, especially like I'm interested in children's books and uh, the story and the concept behind it is really important. I would like to work on that myself. So I really appreciate you sharing that. You're very welcome. But this is just my personal thoughts. Yeah. So I was wondering, um, how do you stay motivated? Um, like 
kind of like during the times that we have going on to keep working to, you know, between different freelance jobs? How do you keep your motivation up to um, keep exploring? Yeah, when I when I was a student, my family support me like in the financial side. My family support me. So basically, they give me freedom to do whatever I want to do. I just feel so thankful that like they can support my dream. They can support to let me to do whatever I want to do. So during that time, I, I just focus on personal works. I just ask myself what kind of personal works you need to make. I didn't think a lot about commercial side, but I didn't mean that think about commercial side is the wrong thing. The I my point of view is if you focus more on the personal side, you will explore yourself. You can explore any kind of art language that you want. You can try everything that you want without thinking, oh well, people like this or not. Mm-hmm. Even that is really important. But I feel mm-hmm. like as um as a like artist mm-hmm. or like people who love to do artworks. You need to find yourself first. Mm-hmm. You need to find your language and explore yourself first. You cannot let yourself be in a chaos that, oh, you can do a lot of things. You have a lot of options, but you don't know how to choose. You don't mm-hmm. have a direction. Mm-hmm. I think that is a really time-consuming, and we need to avoid that. So during that time, I when I was a student, uh, because the uh, support from my family, mm-hmm. I I have a lot of time to explore whatever I wanted to do, and mm-hmm. I got a lot of feedback from my professor, um, and then I start to build up my own uh, art language, or mm-hmm. you can say that as like style, like mm-hmm. personal style, and when I when I graduate, uh, I realize that is the situation start to become really different. Uh, because customer they're maybe they're not all in the art field mm-hmm. they just work with artists mm-hmm. or illustrator but they didn't know a lot about like our language or something like that maybe they just find you to do some work that's not fit for your style mm-hmm. that you cannot handle it really well but like you know that technique and skills but mm-hmm. it's not in your art languages mm-hmm. um so i i start to kind of like find the balance between them because my goal is still like do my uh do my style like keep in my style mm-hmm. and start to find the work that my style can handle or mm-hmm. present um but on the other hand, because you need to make money, mm-hmm. you, you need to work, like you need to handle the opportunities that you got. So I will do a lot of artwork that's uh, not in my style, but I can handle it mm-hmm. well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we need to balance that. Oh, thank you for explaining that. I mean, well, you're, I mean, you're such an award-winning illustrator, like, um, I also wanted to mention to the audience, if they didn't know, that you have um, swept a lot of award illustration awards, and that's fantastic. And um, did you realize when you were making that stuff that it was that good? I mean, did you know? Because I always think, like, wow, did you have a, you know, like, or at all? I mean... Yeah, uh, thank you so much. Uh-huh. At the first, I kind of surprised, yeah, uh-huh. when... when... I got the first email. Uh-huh. I still, I still remember it. That uh-huh. I think it 
three by three magazine. Uh-huh. They sent me email and say, "Hey Rita, you win." Uh, I think I I didn't win the medal or maybe just like honorable mention. Uh-huh. I think they just That's sent so me an email and tell me that, and I feel really exciting. I think, oh, a lot of great illustrator also uh, also participate this competition, uh-huh. yes. and I got in. I got been selected. That means something. Uh, of course, I'm lucky, but it also means that I maybe I am as professional as other, you know, like illustrator that I admire. And um, when when that thing happened, it kind of like give me a lot of confidence mm-hmm. because I am not um, I am not a, a a really I don't know how to say that like. On the social media, uh-huh. I will post my work, but I uh-huh. don't have a lot of followers. Uh-huh. And when I talk to my friends, and they will all say, "Oh, you got a really good works," but uh-huh. I feel like maybe you know they want to be nice to each other. Uh-huh. And I really want someone can tell me like really critical opinions about my works. And my professor always um, like they discussed my work with uh-huh. me and. Uh, tell me a lot of things I really appreciate that but when this kind of thing happened I realized that oh I can enter I can submit my work to different platform mm-hmm. and to see what is the result um, and then yeah I start to submit my work to different competitions and and when I when you got more when you have like more work being selected, uh-huh. you become more confident and uh-huh. you start to find a direction. You start to know, oh, which way that I really want to go. Mm-hmm. What kind of personal works maybe will uh, more, I don't know, like more out, like outstanding mm-hmm. than your other works. Mm-hmm. And then you, you will keep your direction and keep going. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice. I was curious though. Does it make you feel a little pressure though? Because uh, because you were doing such an amazing job um, in the uh, these contests, Do you, is there a pressure at all? I was just curious. I just you know behind having to. No, no. Okay. <laughs> my mom, my parents always tell me that because we always have like competition, like story uh-huh. competition for child or like dance competition. Because I I learned like. Uh, like swimming and some like sport tennis mm-hmm. something like that we all have competition for little kids mm-hmm. so when I go to the competition my mom and dad always tell me just be happy mm-hmm. if you win you need to be happy if you yeah. lose then there's nothing that mm-hmm. you you just just expect that next time you got a good luck that's mm-hmm. it and then I feel like yeah don't be pressured sometimes I will feel like Actually, a lot of time I feel like I'm just I'm just lucky, yeah. Oh. Because a lot of great great illustrator, I know that they mm-hmm. also entered that competition, but they didn't get been selected. Mm-hmm. But I really love their works. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think they should be selected. Yeah. Well, thank you for sharing that um, about that. Um, it's just interesting. Um, oh, my next question is: Can you talk about any projects you're currently working on with us? Uh, yeah, uh, actually, right now I am working on two children's books. Oh, no. Nice. One is about traditional Chinese myth, oh. and the other one is about Chinese New Year. Great. And uh, the one, 
the one based on the Chinese New Year story. The story actually the author of the story is a really famous educator in China. Wow. And I really admire her. Oh. And uh she I kind of learned a lot of like storytelling and how to write a story to child, like this kind of stuff from her. I feel really, really thankful. Yeah. Awesome. So I was curious because since you um that must be kind of um do you find because you can work in different the American market versus the Chinese market is that a different I guess um does that have a different approach to it those jobs that you tend to get versus one over the other I, I was curious about that Yeah that's really different Actually about the market here I cannot say that I got a lot of client I still have a lot of dream client that I'm trying to get and I'm trying to get connection with them and I want to say that uh, the marketing here for me I feel like there's a lot of opportunity but you need to know how to find them mm-hmm. you need to be more motivated and mm-hmm. more active like uh, activated mm-hmm. like yourself and to get the connection mm-hmm. but all my I don't know if it's just for me, all my um, project from China or from like Asian country like Japan or Korea, Mm -hmm. they just find me. I just post my um, work on several social media or platform. Like in China, we have kind of like the similar website with Behance, Uh but a lot of Chinese illustrator will post their work on that kind of platform. So I just post my work there and I didn't do anything. And then I got like a lot of reply and to say like hey i want to work with you and can we add like wechat because we mm-hmm. use wechat all the time yeah. like, can you can we add like wechat or can you give me your email like something like this happens so i feel like for me the market in here is tougher mm-hmm. or like more difficult okay. than the market in the asian area mm-hmm. yeah interesting oh cool all right um, I've heard it's um, one of my classmates because I'm doing um, the MFA through the e-learning program. Um, he yeah. was in China. He just he did mention to me. He said um, it's pretty competitive, even um, I guess even in China as far as for um, he wanted to be in um, concept illustration. And maybe it's because he chose concept illustration yeah. that yeah, that's yeah. very competitive. Yeah, of course. Yeah, you definitely need to focus on your market, mm-hmm. what kind of direction that your work will go, then you will find the market there different. Yeah, so have there been any artists that have inspired your work? Yes, of course. Uh, actually, one thing surprised me is uh, i always inspired by contemporary artists or people from different film uh, a different field than illustration. Uh, of course, I admire a lot of illustrators like Yuko Shimizu, Brain Rea, Liz Gafong, Jun Chen, and Christine, Christine Sims, mm-hmm. and uh, Marina. I think the last name is Madam. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Marina Madam. But also, like, I always inspired by like uh, Yayoi Kusama, Marina mm-hmm. Abramovic, Bansky. And like people from, 
I don't know, painting like Hilma Asklind. I really love her oh. works. Yeah. And uh, when I was young, we always see a lot of uh, artworks from Wu Guanzhong and Zhang Daqian. I think they are, yeah, they are my inspirations too. Thank you so much for um, sharing those artists. I'll have to look those up and see more of their work. Okay. And then I was wondering, do you have a favorite place that um, that you enjoy making art? Favorite place? Yes. Uh, you mean outside or inside? Oh, that's up to you. It could be outside. I've had some people say they just like getting out and sketching or they like, they just work in their studios. I would just curious if you were more yeah. being inside or really, outside yeah I really love my studio yeah. I want to because in my studio I have everything I have materials oh. and I have medians and I have scanners CT oh. and computer everything because my work process is combining drawing with digital mm -hmm. tools together so I need scanner and CT to finish the rest of it okay um uh, but actually, I really like to go out and explore. So sometimes, because I have a dog, I will oh. walk, uh, walk with my dog every day. Oh. So I will bring, always keep my phone or my camera with me when I see something I, you know, inspired oh. with, and then I will just take a picture, and come back and start to, uh, like collect or view all of the pictures that I took, and then start to do the personal works. Yeah, so I really enjoy to work in my studio, but I think going outside and keep inspiring is really important too. Oh, nice. Um, oh, so in your studio, what is the most um, important tool that you can't live without? Most, and I think they're all really important. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, if I have to choose, I would mm -hmm. like to say it's my brushes yeah, ah. I really love my brushes okay nice is there a favorite brush because I know some artists they get um like I've been spending more money on upgrading my materials and so like I used yeah. to be really cheap and now I'm like actually spending good money and so like I found a favorite pen that I just I just brand that I just love do you have a favorite mm -hmm. brush like a yes. brand you could yes. share actually uh there is no brand of them because I just oh. found them in the Chinese, like, we, because in China we have a lot of, like, market, okay. uh, our supplies market, uh -huh. and they don't even have a name. Oh. Yeah, you just go inside and there's a lot of materials over there and they're really cheap. Oh. <laughs> and I think maybe that's why. And then I just, I just bought them. And oh, nice. they are not in like they are not in a good quality. Uh -huh. Like some of them, are, like brushes, there or you know split or. Uh -huh. But I just love to use them because my I think it's because of my style. Okay. Some of people they they really need a good brushes uh -huh. to keep the line really clean uh -huh. and everything in a good shape. But for me, I need to make a mess. Like okay. I need to make textures. Okay. So maybe this kind of brush is more fit for my works and sometimes I would just go to secondhand art supply store or oh. just go to garbage like okay. really if you're in art school yeah. just explore in the garbage you will yeah. find a lot of uh, materials that oh. people abandon oh. and then you can try to like like reuse them sometimes oh. they will make really 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 inspiring uh, textures that nice. I never expect so that kind of supplies uh, surprise me and after that I start to collect the things yeah very cool 
Okay. Oh, okay. So uh, next question is what what's something you would tell your younger self before you started your illustration business that you think would be helpful in your career? Um, if I can tell my younger self, mm -hmm. just advice. I say, yeah, I will say follow your heart. Don't waste time. Nice. Because I used to waste a lot of time to find direction and uh -huh. and think about, oh, if no one likes my work, then how can I survive? Uh -huh. Like something like that. Yeah. And then I realized that making personal work and find yourself, uh -huh. if you wanted to do that, then you shouldn't worry about this kind uh -huh. of thing. You need to be confident and you need to study more not even maybe you need to study something maybe mm -hmm. not really relate to art mm -hmm. or relate to illustration to support your thinking process and then you can be a better you yeah. very nice okay so on to my very last question um so it's a one of those deep questions at the end of your life you have made all the artwork um and you've lived a full life and if you could just leave a note with three truths, what would they be? <laughs> uh, I, actually, I don't, mm -hmm. first, I don't think, I don't think that like this kind of day uh -huh. will happen to me. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you for asking me this question. I appreciate it. Uh, I would like to say first is follow your heart. I think follow your heart is really, really important too. To, to everyone, mm -hmm. not you, like, even if you're not artist. I think follow your heart is really important. And then um, I think you need to, need to be, be real. Mm -hmm. I think keep it real is really important mm -hmm. too. Sometimes people will always have a, have a fake mask. Uh, to hide their emotion okay. uh, you cannot fake with your art yeah. your art will always tell the truth and yeah. if you add i think artwork sometimes they're really biased but yeah. they need to be truth they need to be real so i think good artwork always give me a feeling that they telling me the 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 truth uh, that mm -hmm. the uh the artist that wanted to Express so mm -hmm. I feel like keep it real is really important, and the third one is love everything you can. Mm -hmm. I think it's really important too. Yeah, you could be negative, but you need to love everything that you can. Thank you, thank you so much for um, sharing this information about your uh, illustration career, and I know you'll continue to be highly successful and. Um, yeah, I think this will be very helpful for me as I pursue my MFA in illustration. Um, thank you so much for your time, Rita. Um, thank you. And everybody else, um, thank you for listening. Um, that's my creative life.